everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. Oh, you sound weird. You sound like a donkey. <laughs> Not a donkey. I was doing the sound effect at cinemas because we're going to talk about audio. Oh my gosh. We are going to talk about audio. Yeah. I guess, I guess now I have to. It's come, all planned. <laughs> now I have to come up with an audio store uh, question. Uh huh. Okay. Why why is that first of all the uh, the cinema sound? Oh, it's a it's a speaker check to make sure that everything is working appropriately. If you hear the ramp up nicely, then you have all the speakers properly configured. Oh, okay. T checks. Okay. <laughs> anyway. All right. We're going to talk about audio today, everyone. Um <laughs> I get the the question is uh Normally, when we watch a movie, uh-huh. you always have such a hard time comprehending what you hear. Yeah, I can't comprehend diddly squat. So, why is it that you have such a hard time hearing? Well, I thought it was me, so I got, like, hearing tests and all that. Uh, and they said I had spectacular hearing, which I do, because I can hear stuff that no one can hear. Uh, and that drives me nuts, because I can hear it and no one else can hear it. Just like I can smell a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't smell, and that drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, if you've ever been in the situation where you think you otherwise have good hearing, uh, but everyone makes you feel like you can't because you can't listen, you can't understand the TV unless the volume's like super obnoxiously loud, uh, and stuff like that. And even you find it obnoxiously loud, but you need it that volume to like hear what people are saying. Uh, if you feel like that is you, apparently you're not alone because I read an article, uh, and we'll link to it in the show notes, uh, that basically explains that this is a lot of people nowadays um and a lot of it has to do with how movies are made nowadays uh which is to the detriment of people who have hard time hearing others like me um like before we get into the movies uh in terms of my hearing capabilities i can hear very minute sounds that are inaudible or in a different pitch range than what people can like usually listen to uh or usually uh, recognize and hear um, and as a result or I don't know if it's as a result uh, regardless of that I still have a lot of difficulty comprehending people like if I'm in a noisy room forget about me understanding the person that's right in front of me whereas a lot of people have no trouble with that in general mm-hmm. um, similarly if I'm on the phone I have a ton of trouble like hearing what the other person is saying um, now that we are wearing masks all the time and I can't like subconsciously rely on lip reading that is now hard for me so like there's all sorts of weird situations where um hearing is hard uh and what i've just come to rely on is just putting closed captions or subtitles on stuff so a lot of people have trouble like watching a movie with subtitles that's in a foreign language or whatever uh, I am happiest in that scenario. Like, I don't even... I block out the, the... The audio. The audio. I just enjoy the music, and I have my subtitles, and I'm like, I'm happy. I can re- read this really quickly. Is that why you prefer Japanese subs rather than dub? Oh, yeah, like because anime? I'm going to need to put subs on anyway, <laughs> and I'd rather it uh, sound all charming in, ha- in my head. You know, like, when you hear someone with a, a sexy French accent... Uh, it, it like tickles your heartstrings a little bit. No, it doesn't. No, it does not. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I, I guess I have a little bit of that where it sounds, it sounds cooler than it is in a way. Whenever, whenever I hear French, I don't hear sexy. I hear slurring. 
I think it's just because I don't understand what they're saying because I I, I feel like they're not enunciating. Mm-hmm. They're just you know yeah, just slurs. Mm-hmm. And I I guess that's like a phenomenon in language where when you're learning another language, at first it just sounds kind of like musical. And then little by little, you start to dissect words. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe you're at that stage where it's like half musical, half being able to dissect where the words are. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway. So why why do you have trouble with what problem? Okay. So according to this article that I read, apparently it's not, I'm like not alone. And there's a ton of people with uh, these same problems. And it all has to do with how they make movies nowadays. And there's a whole bunch of reasons. So I figured I'd go through them. Um, so it can come down to all sorts of, uh, things. For instance, recently it seems like in a lot of movies they want it to feel more real. So they have actors, uh, instead of concentrating on enunciating every word, word, uh, and making everything super clear so that way you can hear it, uh, they will go ahead and make it more real and insert more slurs or make the person more exasperated or breathy as if they like ran out of breath in certain situations like whatever you need to like tell your narrative story mm-hmm. but those things make it harder to like understand what someone's saying because now they're slurring now they're not enunciating right is that something they add on in addition to what the actor is saying or is that just the actor not not enunciating anymore so, because there's not a need so there's there's part of it where the director will have specifically asked for that kind of performance. Oh, okay. Um, there's some of it where the actor feels like that sort of performance is better for their character, so they go ahead and do it like, yeah. regardless. And then I'm sure there's like a corner of my head that's like, there's some of it where the actor just is no longer... They just bad. <laughs> yeah, they, they no longer care about that because they no longer have to. Yeah, because if they're, that makes they're, they're famous. They're being, like, begged to be on the show. They don't need it. That's yeah, right. they just bring themselves. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I'm sure everyone has that that actor that they can picture that is just themselves. Like, it's never a different character. It's always that character. I mean, I feel like sometimes it's probably easier to be yourself than, like, take on a persona. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but regardless, that ends up with... Uh, takes like actual recordings that are not super great um this is exasperated by the fact that it seems like the sound team uh is not as well respected as the rest of the team on set meaning if the sound guy says hey can we get one more take but like enunciate a little better or get this a little louder uh that is never going to happen because the budget is more important or the sound um the sound person's uh the sound engineer yeah the sound engineers uh like their role is not seen as as important yeah because sound engineers in general have gone really good at fixing it in post you might have seen that air quotes oh we'll fix it in post like we'll do it later uh and make it better uh and sound engineers have apparently done a very good job at this to their detriment because that becomes an easy way to fix the solution when you're on set and you have um, time constraints, right? Uh-huh. So uh, that has become an issue because once you don't record a good-sounding take, then you can never save it. You can try to mask other things and try to improve the situation, but you can never save it. Mm-hmm. Um, that is exasperated by the fact that they might do the best that they can to save 
the audio to make it as clear as possible to have the background and effects not distract from it. Um, and then that goes to a cinema where there isn't necessarily a trained professional that's there other than to say play on the projector system. Uh, and then it will just start playing without testing the sound system, making sure everything is calibrated correctly. Um, and apparently this is because uh, when uh, they all unionized uh, working in the in the cinemas, they got rid of all the trained professionals who like that was their bread and butter from the film days. Like they knew how to make sure that the audio was good. So without those trained professionals, you end up with people that are less trained or they have other responsibilities. So they will just hit play uh, and then walk away from the system uh, and then go do something else that they need to do. Uh, So you end up with a situation where what the creators made is not even what is being represented in the best scenario. Uh, This is exasperated by the fact that the home release is often done by a different team. Um, and you'll have a different set of people with a very a much different budget that is now compressing that audio into less channels because people at home don't have 17 speakers all around them. They have two often. Mm-hmm. Um, and they might just do the one button solution where it's like combine. Uh, and that combine solution does not have the nuance that's necessary to make sure that, that vo- those vocal tracks are well represented. Mm -hmm. Um, or if they didn't do the combine and they did take care to make sure it's at least surround sound, then the TV you have at home is the one that's doing combine and then just kind of crunching it all together. Uh, and the TV doesn't know what's vocals and what's not. Uh, so it's only going to do a guess and not even a best guess at that. Uh, so all around you have, you end up with a situation where like no one is really caring about, uh, the vocal tracks anymore, making sure that they're enunciating well, making sure that everything is super clear. Uh, and that's often exasperated by the fact that we as humans are super easily primed. Like, for instance, I'm sure everyone has heard of the Yanny versus Laurel, uh, like uh. sound where someone says Yanny and you hear Laurel, uh, or vice versa. And there's an- another one where it's like Green Needle and Brainstorm. But if someone primes you and says, oh, they're saying Green Needle, then all of a sudden you hear Green Needle, like, over and over and over again, and your brain is stuck on that. But then if they say Brainstorm, then your brain is now stuck on that version. And oftentimes when someone mumbles, that's all you need to configure your brain in such a way to hear it properly and not hear a problem. So if you are stuck working on a movie for months, you might not hear it that first time, but all you need is someone that's sitting right next to you to say, oh, that's this is what they said. Or the script in front of you to say this is what they said. And then done, you no longer are experiencing the issue that is coming from like the the original take not having the information that it needs. Does that make sense? It's not like there's anything you could do about it because no. if, if it is incorrect... <laughs> mm-hmm. like it, Other than communicating it back so that way you can re-record things uh, and do all sorts of things. Like I know for... Um, for Star Wars, for instance, they didn't want to spoiler spoil the end that Darth Vader was Luke's father or whatever. Uh, that super famous thing, spoilers, it came out like 50 years ago or whatever. Um, but what they did is they shot the scene and then they re-recorded the vocals for that, for instance. Um, so like you can re-record things. Uh, in fact, like in a lot of the dramas that you watch, everything is re-recorded, right? Pretty much. 
Yeah, in a lot, I, I watch a lot of Chinese dramas, and normally, uh, like the majority of the dramas were are dubbed mm-hmm. by voice, like voice actors, like professional people, mm-hmm. and these people are trained on a specific dialect, which is the. Uh, Putonghua, which is um, the well, standard Mandarin dialect. Yeah, what we think of as Mandarin or yeah. Chinese in general. Yeah. Like, spoiler alert, China is a huge country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in most cities or towns, like, next door neighbors, they're not going to speak the exact same language. We like to say that they speak different dialects. They all have their but, own... But oftentimes it's a different language. Yeah, because it's made up of different regions, mm-hmm. you know. So every region have their own language and in addition to the mandarin language but because they are from a certain region mm-hmm. a little bit of their own language cross o- over a bit you know mm-hmm. so it's no longer the standardized mandarin that yeah. everyone is expecting especially on media and tv and stuff. yeah so which is why a lot of the chinese dramas are dubbed is one one because um one because the actors may not have the standard mandarin that everyone is used mm-hmm. to right and they're trying to uh standardize the language mm-hmm. so that it's easy for across the country for everyone to understand and two is budget often um so for a drama i often what they do is they have to rent a space for a set mm-hmm. to do a set but but depending on the budget uh they may be renting a space that is in a big warehouse, for instance, but right next to them, which is like five feet away, there's another production that is shooting at the same time. Like in the same soundstage. Like in the same room, pretty mm-hmm. much. So then like the audio is always going to be pretty bad because not only you're picking up the the set next to you that is rebuilding their thing, there's construction and pounding in the background and then you have shuffling. So there's never a clear, and it's not like any of the actors are wearing a mic, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's never a nice re- vo- like recording of what they're saying. So it's just a lot cheaper for them to just hire somebody professionally that are trained to just go through the entire script. But it depends on the actor themselves as well. Like there are dramas where they have the actor do their scenes and then in post-production, the actors then come back and then dub over themselves. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that like, since they're actors, they're not professional voice actor, meaning like sitting in front of a mic looking at a screen and then acting in it that way versus being on set and then just saying your lines are two different things, right? Mm -hmm. So there are really bad productions where like the lips don't match, even though it's their own voice, even though it's them that is doing Mm -hmm. it, you know? You'd think, oh, this is the best case scenario and it all falls apart because they don't really know what they're doing. Yeah, they're not trained in that Mm -hmm. part. So it's really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like the majority of them, I mean, in the recent movie that we saw, uh, what's what's it called, Shang Chi, mm-hmm. the 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 main the dad, the guy that has the five ring, the dad, he's mm-hmm. dubbed. He's he's an actor from Hong Kong, so he doesn't have the 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 standardized Mandarin accent. So he was dubbed over, mm-hmm. even though when I was watching it, I could read his lips, and he was. Saying the same thing. He was saying all those words in Mandarin, but he was being dubbed over by a professional Mandarin accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was speaking English, right? Or was it someone else that was doing the English? 
The English, I think it was also someone else. Interesting. I don't think the English was his, but I know definitely the the Chinese was not his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess uh, British uh, actors like put us all to shame because <laughs> English is like one of the most complicated languages. Like if you've ever talking to a linguist about it, like you know the five vowels. Yeah, English has like twenty. In reality, it's a mess. <laughs> uh, forget about it. Uh, but like uh, British actors. Yeah. Or people from outside the United States, uh, I should probably say, uh, they have an uncanny ability to learn other accents yeah, very, do. very well. Yeah. Um, to the point where they can act in many different kinds of accents in all sorts of different scenarios, um, which is unfortunate that these Chinese actors aren't capable or trained in those same ways to be able to like be themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's just someone else that's known for their voice in a I, way right i'm sure like if a character calls for it i'm sure they can do it to a certain extent mm-hmm. but like i said having an actor practice learn it and get good at something is much more expensive than just hiring a nobody who can dub the entire series in one month for a really cheap price mm-hmm. right and then there are also movies that they kind of will speak different language like variants of chinese yeah uh, what we think of chinese is different languages completely uh like cantonese and mandarin it's just gonna be in the same movie they're talking in two different yeah, languages yeah, yeah. to each other they probably understand each other like in real life yeah they do. uh just fine but from a from an external viewer like it's very interesting because they're not speaking the same language to each other mm-hmm. like at all yeah. um you might be able to write it with the same characters but that's about it uh, a good example is uh, a lot of I watch the Taiwanese drama as well, mm-hmm. and of course Taiwanese has Taiwanese language, and then there's also the Mandarin language. Mm-hmm. There, there's quite a bit of a crossing, but the Taiwanese language does use a lot of like some of the Mandarin as well mm-hmm. in their own language. So sometimes when they talk, it's like, oh, that sounds like Mandarin. It's like, wait, they're speaking Taiwanese mm-hmm. at the same time. They're using borrowed words or phrases, kind of. Yeah, thing. like the the language cross. I'm sure mm-hmm. at some point. I, I mean, I'm not an expert because I don't. I only know enough because you know I watch a lot of dramas and I understand only dramas. Mm-hmm. Like I don't speak. I only understand. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of crossing. There. Yeah, they're not dialects mm-hmm. and. That's a misconception that a lot yeah. of people think of is like, oh, all over China, they speak different dialects. No, they mm-hmm. speak different languages. Yeah. Um, and, and in a lot of these Taiwanese dramas, like you have a lot of the, the parent characters often speak Taiwanese. Mm-hmm. But then a lot of the the children's characters, they all speak just Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how the dynamic of the show is. Mm-hmm. And often there's all, like you said, like. You have a, a drama or a movie that people are just speaking different languages and they all understand each other. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I like to think that they do put care into that, meaning that they choose and tell the actors to use mm-hmm. one language or another to tell part of the story. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the parents using Taiwanese and the kids using Mandarin is telling a bit about how like the kids are kind of acclimating to mainland culture yeah. a little more yeah. and they're, they're telling that story. Um, likewise, if like characters are using Cantonese or Mandarin, you can know what region they're from instantly without them like spelling it out for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that makes any sense, uh, and we have some of that here. Like if you hear someone with a British accent, they're either from a fantasy land or the UK. A fantasy you know? land. <laughs> yeah, anytime there's a fantasy land, it's always with British <laughs> accents. I don't know why. Uh, it sounds mystical. <laughs> I like that fantasy land. 
So yeah. Uh long story short, I need subtitles. <laughs> uh Chinese vi- movies also need subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Uh and yeah. Captions for the win. Cool. All right. Bye everyone. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>